Beloved heart dwellers, the Lord is calling us right now to stand together. And I'm asking him, Lord, please give us the endurance to run this race, knowing that we are running with you and for you to turn the tide of evil on this earth. May we find our joy in you and not in anything from the world. Amen. The Lord wasted no time tonight. Right after communion, he began speaking to me. Tell my people that we are all suffering in this moment. You, Claire, are suffering from those who are unfaithful. Ezekiel has another burden. Carol, another. All of you are carrying a part of my cross for the world right now because humanity is at a turning point. Yes, this is a critical hour, and from every nook and cranny of this earth, I am taking fasts and offerings to avert what is sure to be the end of life on earth as we know it. What they have suffered in the Middle East will surely manifest in every country of the world. And the only thing that will stop it is what you and I, we, are going through right now. For truly, I am there, right there by your side, suffering with you, as you have to make sacrifices. How can I get it through to you, my people? Your sacrifices are absolutely the very thing holding back the absolute tyranny that will come to America and all countries. Not just any tyranny, a bloody tyranny that you cannot even imagine here in this country. Something so graphically evil you cannot conceive of it, except in horror movies, which will never convey the depth of suffering that comes from those who've been trained to be butchers and monsters of the worst kind, even though your prayers for them are powerful. And there is conversion inside that community. Still, it is a mounting force of evil that is spreading all over the world and lying dormant, waiting for the word to spring into action. Yes, your prayers, your financial sacrifices, your relational troubles, even your sicknesses, your conveniences, your persecutions, your injustices, absolutely everything is being conscripted to stop this mass murdering and butchery. You simply have no idea. So I come to you with the news as bluntly as I dare. You are holding back the wrath of Satan on this earth. Please do not complain. Offer this to me in utter thanksgiving that what should be right now has still not manifested. Give thanks to me that your loved ones are not hacked to pieces before your very eyes. Give thanks to me that I've given you yet another chance to defeat the enemy. Give thanks to me that you still get medicines for your illnesses. You still have food, water and clothing, a bed to sleep in, a beloved pet to comfort you. Give thanks because Satan is straining at the bit wanting to launch into all who are good and innocent, especially children, and utterly destroy every vestige of human love and decency off the earth. Give thanks mightily that you have something to offer me, for truly I tell you, 
What you suffer is nothing compared to what you could have suffered without these offerings. Nothing, absolutely nothing you have suffered compares to what is planned, what is coming, and what I have managed to hold back because of my faithful intercessors who stand in the gap under all adverse circumstances, offering all they have to stay this butchery on humanity. Now you know, or should know, it is critical. This hour is critical. Please, hear me. Critical. And I need all your cooperation, support, prayers, and offerings. We are suffering together. We are working together. We are stopping this together. It cannot be stopped forever. But we are stopping it now. Oh, give thanks for that. Give profound thanks. You know not what faces you. This election will be a major determining factor as America goes, so will the world. It is not about Clinton or Obama. It is about the satanic government that is already entrenched in your world. And this is your last chance to avert it. Your last chance. Please, do not grow despondent or despairing. Rather, thank me profusely that we were able to hold this back. At this point, I needed to ask him a question, and I said, Lord, what about the dream you gave me? Um, was it symbolic when Michelle Obama said we lost? Because I had that dream back uh, several months ago, very, very vivid Holy Spirit dream that um, Donald Trump had won the election and that Obama was totally blown out of the water by that because he wasn't expecting it. The Lord continued, That was prophetic. It's not about Obama or Clinton. It's about Antichrist getting his way. He is the symbol for those candidates. It matters not whether he or the Clintons run. What matters is what he stands for in the dream. That was the essence It was about what he stands for, losing control. But understand, this comes with a cost, and all of you are suffering for it right now. Carry that cross with the knowledge that you are standing in the gap with me. I suffer as you suffer, and together we offer these things to the Father as a fragrant offering to stop the butchery. And I wanted to say as an aside, in the dream about Obama losing, everyone around him was saying what a sure win it was. It was a done deal, and they were celebrating. However, even while they were celebrating, there was a cloud in Obama's mind, and he was worried that he might lose. That's why he was so anxious, even though they were having a party for his victory. The Lord continued, My people, the dream still holds. If only you will continue to work with me, the dream will stand. What I'm asking of you here is to be cheerful givers, not grumpy givers. Claire, um, guilty as charged, Lord, I've been very impatient. I am spoiled. I'm not used to having all these kinds of delays and problems, betrayals and glitches. I'm just not. He continued, yes, you are spoiled, my love. I've spoiled you with many good things. Now I'm asking you to spoil me with your sacrifices. Will you? 
Oh, Jesus, how can I say no to you? Thank you, Lord, for these contradictions and difficulties. I offer them all to you. Please help me to have a good heart, grateful heart. That's a little bit beyond me right now. He continued, It will not always be this way. There are times and seasons of sacrifice. This time being critical is one of those seasons. But there will be breaks from it when I again strengthen you with joy. But for now, please find joy in what I'm doing with your very little offerings. Truly, there will be a return to joy as I weave everyone's gift into this tapestry of history that demonstrates what God can accomplish when all else seems impossible. Go forth with this message now and stand with me in the gap. And I just wanted to make mention tonight that we live in a very poor area of New Mexico uh, near the reservation. And there are a lot of children that don't have coats for the winter time. And what we're doing is any donations that come in, we're setting aside a part for new coats for them for the winter. We're going to do everything we can in our power to help these children go into this season with something warm to wear. I just wanted you all to know that uh, anything that you send us as a donation, not only do we use it for our expenses, but we take care of those around us that are poor. Last year we were able to buy firewood for several very poor families. And all of this comes from the kindness of your hearts. When you donate, first we cover our basic operating expense, which includes distribution of food, clothing, and utility bills for poor families. In this way, we maintain our stability to be able to serve the community, but still see to it that the poor are helped. Anything you send that is earmarked, we try to use for what you earmarked it for, but if there's another more urgent need, we cover that first. And this way, everyone gets blessed, and we're still here. As the scripture says, pure and undefiled religion before our God and Father is this, to care for the orphans and the widows in their distress, and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. That's James 1.27. So it's very important to our ministry that we reach out to others and take care of their needs. And by your kindness, you've made that possible for us. Thank you, heart dwellers, for showing the kindness of Jesus and his caring for us and for the poor. May he bless you with deeper and sweeter intimacy than you've ever had before with him.